Shabbat Tav Kufpet, the last thing we were discussing was carrying from one boat to the other uh, when they are when tied, it's okay, when they are not tied, it's not okay. And we saw Shmuel saying that even if it's a shoelace string, it's still mutar. With that, we are now starting uh, the Mishnah on Kufbet Amud Aleph. A person threw something and he remembered right after it left his hand. And someone else grabbed it. Or a dog ca- uh, captured it. Or you threw the on a paper airplane through the fire and it burnt it. Patur. Now she's explaining either you forgot that today was Shabbat and you remember today was Shabbat or you thought the Shemilcha was mutar. You're allowed to throw an airplane. And all of a sudden, you're not allowed to throw, um, and that would be the case. Now, Zarak Lasot Habura, I threw, uh, let's say, a rock. I wanted to hit some guy in the head. Ben be Adam, Ben Ubeben be Behema, whether it was an Adam, whether it's a Behema. Now, making a Habura, hurting someone, even scratching someone, is a Sur Mishum Shohet, it's a Toldav Shohet. What happened? So I threw the rock, Veniskar Achelon Asset Habura, and I remember before the Habura was made, Patur. Why? Because at the end of the day, you did it bemezid. You did it on purpose, right? Even though it hit him, you did it on purpose. And if some, if you do a melacha on purpose, you don't give a korban. You only give a korban if you did it by, mis- by mistake. Zeaklal kol hayav hatot and hayavin. All anyone who has to give a korban, they're not hayav achetet hilatan v'sofan shegaga until. They, the beginning and end was done bishkaga by mistake. Tchilatan shegaga v'sofan zadon. If they, uh, the beginning was a mistake and then they, they wanted it done on purpose. Tchilatan zadon v'sofan shegaga. Or they originally did it on purpose and then they felt bad in the middle. Peturin ache tehe tchilatan v'sofan shegaga. It has to be a mistake from the beginning to end. Now let's go back to the resh, the, the first part, when a person threw, let's say, the paper airplane or the rock or whatever it was, and then he remembered in the middle, let's say that it was Shabbat and uh, someone else grabbed it. We, are, we, we know that the reason is because if two people did a melacha, you'd be patur. But the Gemara didn't understand that at the beginning. They understood that the reason you're patur because it was never nah, it never landed somewhere. The Sagamana asks, So if it did uh, if it did land after go, traveling for Amot and Shut Rabim, you'd be Hayav. Now why? But you did remember in the middle. It says right? You have to remember from the beginning to the end. Otherwise you'd be Patur. Uh, our Sefa was talking about uh, a person holding a stick with a rope tied onto it or a clamp or something with a rope tied onto it and you throw it, it landed somewhere and still in your hands. And in that type of case, if it ended uh, if it ended uh, somewhere, um, you would be a patur if you remembered in the middle because you always have that option of bringing it back. But Arish was talking about something not attached to your hand, uh, like a rock or or something, or like a paper airplane. The only reason you would be patur is if someone else uh, caught it, or a dog, or it got burnt, and that's the way you would be patur. But the Gemara doesn't like that answer. It's still connected to your hand, and that's not a zerika. When we say zorek, we mean zerika, get, get rid of it. So the Gemara answers, no, okay, go, so you have to say that the Sefa, where it says Zeaklal, I really wanted to do a, uh, to, to hurt them, uh, the guy. So I threw a rock, which is connected to a string. 
and therefore when it comes to hurting someone, it had nothing to do with the string being attached, so you still threw something, we're not worried about Hotzah, uh, we're more worried about the Hovel, uh, and what, so why would you be patur from a hatat? Because since you remember, before the melcha was done, and you can return, and you could, uh, you could not do the melcha, you could bring back your hand, uh, then be patur. Sigma so asks, Hanami tenina, but we said that in the, uh, we said that in our Mishnah. Hazurek lasot habura, ben badam, ben bebehema, venizka, achelon asot habura, patur. So why would you have to repeat yourself? Ela marava, bemaavir. We're talking about a case where you're sending something for Amot Peshut Rabim. In the Sefa, you have it connected to a string, therefore you'd be patur. Because you always have the option of bringing it back. In the Resha, where you threw a rock, you can't bring it back, and therefore you're Hayav. But the Gemara asks, Veha zeha klal de katane. The zeha klal that we said in the Sefa, Azrika katane. It was talking about throwing. Where'd you come and say that it's talking about uh, being a ma'avi or something and not the dafka zorek? The Mishnah said zarak twice, hazorek once, then a zarak. Now you want to tell me you're ma'avir? How'd you change everything all of a sudden? Ela marava. When we said zeaklal, if I started something beshogeg and then I remembered in the middle you'd be patur, right? It's even talking about throwing. And, and really, are, there's two dinim in our Mishnah. Number one, Hazorek Venizkar Mehash Yatstamiado. And Inami, second one is Lonizkar. If you didn't remember that it was a sur, Uklata Her, Uklata Kelev, Oshenisrefa, Patur. So the way he looks at the Rishas again, Hazorek Venizkar Mehash Yatstamiado, that's number one. And you're patur in that case. And number two is if uh, you threw something and someone else grabbed it or whatever, something happened to it, Patur also. Mishnah is missing words, and this is the right way to say it. Person uh, threw something and you remembered after left his hands. Now, what we understand, if it landed, all this is when uh, you went, you forgot again. There was a beginning and an end, Bishkaga, even though the middle uh, was Mizid, doesn't make a difference. So you have a beginning, Bishkaga, and an end, Bishkaga, or Yedi'ah, Patur. And this was talking about Zorek. The, the Gemara now goes back to the Mishnah. Until the beginning to the end, which Gaga. Itmar. It was said, A person carried two amot was a mistake. Then someone told him, uh, You know, you're doing an Isra Shabbat. And he said, I don't care. I'm doing it on purpose. He walked another two and did it mezid. Then I guess he has uh, Alzheimer's or something. Uh, and he forgot and he carried another two Amot Beshogeg. Rabbah with the Hey, Amar Patur. Rabbah with an Aleph, Amar Hayab. Rabbah with the Hey, Amar Patur. Why? Even according to Rabban Gamliel who says, uh, there's no Yedi'ah for Hatsi Shur, meaning if I wrote one letter and then someone told me, hey, now I do it on Shabbat, and then I wrote a second letter. There, Rabban Gamliel said uh, Hayav because there's no Yedi'ah, meaning that uh, knowledge in the middle doesn't uh, stop uh, stop you from being Hayav Hatat. 
hatam hu dechi kegama shiura b'shogek kegama over there. When you bottom lines, when you finished the shiur, when you did it the second time, you did it b'shogeg, so you just added to one letter, you added a letter to another letter, and therefore you should be hayav. Aval hacha mezid. Over here, you finished the melacha b'mezid. You're not hayav anymore. Lo, you shouldn't be hayav hatat because when you did it again b'shogeg, it's like you started it all over again. Ubamai. And what case was Rabbah saying where he said the patur? Ibezorek, shogeg, if he's throwing, he, it was a mistake. And once it left your hand, you can't bring it back. You're always a shogeg. Even if you remember in the middle, too bad, you're hayav hatat. Ela bimavi, rather, when Rabbah said patur, we had to be talking about a case where you're walking with it. You walk to amot, then someone told you you're not allowed. You walk to amot on purpose, then you stopped, then you forgot to another to amot. Then you're be patur. Now, Rava with an Aleph, Amar Hayav, you have to change that to, uh, from that hate and Aleph, because Rava with an Aleph is the one who said Hayav. Bafilu Rabbanan damre yeshi de'al hatsi shi'ur, even Hachamim who say yeshi de'al hatsi shi'ur, over here, and they over there, meaning by by writing a letter. If you wrote one letter and then someone told me, hey, you can't write that anymore, and he wrote the second letter again, Bishogeg, you'd be, Hachamim uh, said over there, Patur, they argue on Rabban Gamliel, Hatam, Hachamim said your Patur, uh, because it's in your hand not to do it. It's in your hand not to write it. Over here, you can't uh, not do it. Once you once you went halfway, over there, once you went halfway, you could not do it. You could like stop yourself from writing a second letter. But over here, you can't uh, stop yourself from bringing back what you threw. Or what you, you have. Over here, you can't stop it. Then no. Ubemayin, what are we talking about? When Rabbah said Hayav, what is he talking about? Ibemavir, Harebedo, if he's walking, he can stop in the, exactly where he is and not carry the next two Amod. Ela, Vela, you have to say, Bezorek, you have to say that he was talking that uh, when he said your uh, Hayav, uh, he was talking about a case where you threw it. Amaraba, Zarak, Venaha, Befia, Kelevo, Befia, Kibshan, Hayav. A person threw uh, something. And uh, you, it landed in the dog's mouth. It landed in the fire. Your hayav. But we have a mishnah that says patur. So Gemara explains hatam delo mechaven. Over there, you didn't have uh, you didn't have kavanah in our mishnah. You just threw it, and just uh, the dog uh, stole the frisbee. But hacha uh, over here, you were planning to throw something at the dog so he could eat it. Uh, since you, since it ended up in the dog's mouth exactly where you wanted to, it, that, he becomes like a place of Fort Fahim and you're Hayav. Now we also said a deal like this. Someone could eat one kezait. You could be Hayav four hataot and an Asham. Now, so now he's a tameh and he's eating halev, notar, and he's eating notar, kipurim, and it's on Yom Kippur. So you have one you're eating kodashim while you're tameh, one you're eating halev, three, uh, so that's two, three you're eating notar, and you're eating on Yom Kippur, four, and because it's kodesh and you're using, you're benefiting it on your own, you're hayav an asham, me'ilah bakodesh. Rabbi Meir Omer, Af, Imaita Shabbat, Betsio Befiv, Hayav. Even if it was Shabbat, also it was Yom Kippur and Shabbat at the same time, you're Hayav uh, on for Shabbat also, because you're Motsim Meshut Yachidosh Rabbi. Amrullah, Enomin Hashem. Now that the Hachamim said that has nothing to do with food, that has to do with, there's nothing to do with eating, it has to do with Hotza'ah. Now, Rabbi Meir, let's stop a second. Ve'amai, why should you be even Hayav? 
If it was even if it, let's just talk about hotza, why should you be hayav? No one uh, walks out that way. Ela, you have to say the reason is since you have kavana to walk out with it like that. You have kavana to walk out with the whatever the the halev nota whatever it is in the, in your mouth. Your mahshava, your mindset turns that uh, area into a makom hashuv. And that just becomes a hotza'ah, and you have to say the same thing with uh, if you threw something at the dog and so it could go into the dog's mouth and he ate it. Kevanda mikamikavin, since you had kavana, machshavto, meshavyale makom, your machshava makes it a makom. Hadran Allah chazorek. With that, let's start perikud bet. Habone, kama yivneve hayav. Person who builds, how much do you have to build to be hayav? Any any amount. Again, someone who chisels, chisels a stone, you have a piece of rock and uh, you uh, chisel it, you make it look like a brick. And the person who strikes uh, the final blow with the hammer uh, or with the sledgehammer. Rashi says we're talking about a maybe a stone when it's coming out of the mountain. And uh, Tosfot says that never happened in the Mishkan. There was no stone in the Mishkan, so we have to be talking about hitting the keli, the last uh, blow to make it a keli. Hakodeah, a person who makes a hole in wood or stone of a wall. Kol shehu, any amount, hayav. Zeaklal, this is the rule. Kol anyone who makes, uh, does a melacha, and it stays and lasts b'shabat, if he did it on Shabbat, hayav. Rabban Shimon Megamliel Omer, Afa Makeb Bekurnas Al Asadan Vishat Melacha Hayav also person who strikes the hammer on the anvil while uh, while working is Hayav Meshum Makeb Patish Waim Peneshu Kemitaken Melacha because like he's improving the work. Meaning, even if you're not uh, doing a melacha that helps the that's doing the actual melacha, but you're doing a melacha that helps the melacha that you're doing. You'd be hayav on makev patish. So now let's go back to the Mishnah. The beginning of it says habone kol shehu kol shehu the mahazel. What are you doing when you're building kol shehu? Amar b'miyak sheken ani hofer guma latzini aba perutotav. A poor man digs a hole to store his copper coins in it, and if he does it inside the house, it's considered building. Dechavata gabe mishkan. The people who were sewing the curtains for the Mishkan, they dug a small hole and, and uh, they left their needles over there. It's going to rust if they, if they left it like that on the ground and that's why they didn't do that. Ela, the reason that uh, they needed to be bone. For a, a poor person makes a stand for a small stove, like a little uh, a little peg to make it stand. You have the same idea by the Mishkan. Someone who was cooking like herbs and spices to dye the curtains. Uh, were, they were missing uh, some dye for their work. They would make a small stove. They would set up a small like a uh, pot, and they would, uh, like, I guess, they would cook the dye, and this way they were able to make. So that's why you needed a peg. To you, so that's why you needed a peg, and therefore you're hayav mishum and even a peg. 
Vahabar Yaakov Amar En Aniyut Bimkom Ashirot. When we're doing something for the Mishkan, we did it the rich way. We never did anything the poor way. And therefore, you can't uh, bring your proofs over here. Ela, the reason that by building it's culture, Sheken Ba'al Abayit, Sheyesh Lo Nekev Bebirato, Sotmo. Owner of a house, he sees a hole in the wall, he fixes it, he puts cement, he fixes it. What we found, you have a beam that had a little, maybe a worm went through it and he just ate up through the wood. They put inside of it, and you close it up. A person who positions a stone in the ground is Hayav. Even if you didn't cement it, you just placed it in the correct place. You hayav mishum bone. Metive, but we have a brayta. Had not tenet a even, ve had not tenet a tit. One person put the, the the stone, and the other one put the cement. I not tenet a tit hayav. Meaning, if I just put the the, the stone over there, I'm patur. El tamech. Okay, so the my answer is according to you. You're asking me. You're asking a question of me. Emma sefer. Look at the sefer of that brayta. Rabbi Yossi Omer. Afilu he'ila ve'niyah al gabe dimus shelavanim hayav. Rabbi Yossi says even if you went and you put it on the stone on a, on a hole with the top row of stones, you're hayav. Meaning you're hayav if you put it on another stone, not even on the ground. And that's a bigger question on you have if you're already asking questions, don't ask it on Shmuel, ask it on Rabbi Yossi. He's even more Mahamir. Ela Telata Binyanav with the three types of uh, building a wall. Tata There's the bottom row of stones, the middle row of stones, and the top row of stones. Tata The bottom row needs a positioning. Just just put it on, on the ground and that's it. The bottom also needs to be cemented. Putting on top, just you need to put it over there. And you have to say what Shmuel said, and Akama said, Rabbi Yossi said, we're talking about three different types of things, three types of different uh, building. Now the Gemara continues, A person who chisels, What's he hayav? What do he do wrong? He's building. He's like sort of preparing this uh, stone to be built. Uh, that's the explanation. Since you're preparing the stone and you made it ready for building, you're, you finished the, the work on it. It's a makebe patish. And say mahlokat avin shumuel, a person made a hole by a chicken coop. Rav Amar Mishum Bone, he's having Mishkaz is building. Shmuel Amar Mishum Akebe Patish, that's the last Melacha you do to fix it. And the Gemara brings the third Machloket between Rav and Shmuel. Ayel Shufta Bekofina de Mara, a person who put a pen in the hole of the rake or the shovel. Now you made it a shovel. Rav Amar Mishum Bone, Shmuel Amar Mishum Akebe Patish. One says you built uh, something, and Shmuel and Shmuel said you uh, finished uh, the, the you finished this keli. And the Rishonim are all uh, jumping over here, and they ask, yeah, but we said that there's no uh, binyan bekelim, and we said, and uh, the, the they answer that uh, that's only when you're fixing a keli, but uh, when you're building a keli from scratch, there is there is a bone by kelim. Now the Gemara says, Utsricha, I need all three cases. I need the stone, I need the case with the chicken coop, and I need the case with the, the, the stick in the, in, the, in, the, in the rake or the shovel. 
Why didn't all three? The imi eshmerina kamaita because if you only would have told me about the stone. I would have said, you're over there, you're high, because that's the way you work. That's the way you build. No one builds that way. Tosafot explains, because that hole is worthless, it's not meant to go in and out, so you can't call it bone. Maybe he would admit to Shmuel that at least you, you did a makebe patish, and not because of bone. And if you would have only told me about the hole in the t- and by the chicken coop, over there is because that's how you build. Because people make a hole in order for uh, windows, like a uh, like a wi- like a window or like a door or uh, holes. But putting a peg or a stick in the the shovel or the or the rake, the ender binyan no one builds that way. Emma model Shmuel. Maybe I'll admit to Shmuel, and you'll be mechayev mishum makeb patishin mishum bone. And number three, if you would have only told me about the, the putting the stick in the in the shovel or the rake, over there you would have said that he's not chayev mishum bone, rather makeb patish. Because he's not building about the hanach tarteb about with the with the piece of uh, with the piece of brick or uh, the hole in the the chicken coop. Emma model rav maybe admit rav and be chayav mishum bone. Therefore, I need all three machlokot between rav and Shmuel. Ba'amina rav Natan bar Oshayim rabbiur Yohanan rav Natan bar Oshayim asked rabbi Yohanan misatet mishum mai mechayev. Person who chisels, what is he? What do you do wrong? What's his? Uh, why is he chayav? He showed him with his hand, and she said he showed sort of like his fist uh, slamming. The Gemara asks, You mean the two different things? The Gemara explains, which is he's Hayav because he's Makebepatish and he's Hayav Bechol Shehu. Tashema. So we're going to ask now on Shmuel. Person who drills even a little bit, Hayav. Obviously, you have to do it for a reason, like you want to put a peg over there, a nail over there, something. You, have to, you can't just be making holes in the wall, otherwise, you're a Mikal Kil. You made a hole in the chicken coop. I understand why it's Bone, because you're making a hole in order so you could build. Even though you didn't uh, put the nail in or you put the stick in or whatever you want to put in there, you didn't put it yet, but you're still you're preparing it. Therefore, it says it's bone, right? That you want to be makeb patish. You want to call it the end of a melacha. Love gmar melacha. It's not the end of a melacha. So why should you be hayav? So the gemara explains. You drilled a hole in the in the wall with a long iron nail. You left it there, uh, and therefore you you now you could hang pictures on it, and therefore the Hainu Gemar Melacha. That is the Gemar Melacha. We will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Amen Amen.